0: You thought that you could have it all and life could be a ball. Well, you fell and scabbed your knee. Now you can be free. Hello, this is Derek. The recovering CEO. Today is January 15th, and uh, finally back recording a podcast. I'm doing this because, well, I haven't recorded in a while. People have been asking for my podcasts, and I miss my listeners. Uh, So today we're going to talk about a vision for you. It is 2022. Begs the question: Where do you want to be in 2022? What do you want to do? Do you want to be sober? Maybe you know. I think some of you might. Um, and sorry, my dog is following me around and he click clacks on the floor when he walks. Go lay down. Um, yeah, so 2022, a vision for you. You know, I encourage you to be sober. Any of you suffering from drug or alcohol addiction, I encourage you to commit to sobriety. You know, if you think you might have a problem, you probably do, right? If it's causing you problems, if it's causing you difficulty at home, you know, maybe you're arguing a lot with your with your pot with your spouse, uh, your significant other. And you know, you never want to blame alcohol, you never want to blame drugs, you know, when I was out there I I blamed everything but, you know, I thought I just made poor decisions or lacked willpower, uh et cetera, et cetera. but the point was is I was addicted and I couldn't stop. You know, I was a full-on alcoholic and drug addict. You know, and for me I did most of my using Drug and alcohol using in college, um, so I never really saw it get too out of hand. But you know, I I have a daughter in college right now, and she's she's doing well, which is wonderful because you know I think I was dealing with depression, I was dealing with all these things. I just never never left my dorm that much. I mean, we did go out, you know, we went to parties and stuff, but I never really went to class, and um, you know, just started drinking more and more and more. You know. And I can't imagine if I would have continued that. You know, I think a lot of people that might be coming in now or listening to this podcast, you know, it's quite possible you've had a successful career. You know, this podcast is called The Recovering CEO. So I'm targeting business people, people that have careers in business. You probably have a family. You're, you know, you're building your life, probably making good money, you know. And all those things are wonderful. Uh, Trouble is, is that... They also open more doors to um, using addiction to kind of ease my pain, you know, and when I have money, I feel like I can spend money on what I want and spend money on things that's going to make me feel better, you know. So it takes me away from the real connection of connecting with people and pushes me towards more of a fake connection, which is using, you know, any type of uh, thing outside of myself that will numb my pain and kind of let me check out and just let me zone out. You know, uh, I've been watching this show euphoria on HBO and, you know, it shows pretty accurately, you know, all the people in there, they just, they get, they all get high in different ways. You know, they all have things, you know, and a lot of them are very successful, you know, in living their life. But then all of a sudden there's a tap on your shoulder, and that tap on the shoulder might be saying, hey, you know what, uh, it's Friday, we're gonna go out tonight, You know, just tell the wife who'll be home later that you're working late, we're gonna go out to the bar, we'll see what happens. You know, And that sounds great, right? You're, you're working, you're like, that's oh, that's, that makes sense, right? And then you go out to the bar for a while and you're hanging out with some work colleagues and whatnot and all of a sudden something taps you on the shoulder and you don't see anybody there, but it's your addiction. And your addiction says, hey, you know what, we're going to go, we're going to go to the strip club, we're going to, you know, do some lines of coke, we're going to do whatever, you know, and and then you say, well, I didn't even think of that, you know, it's not a bad idea. And because you're partially drunk, um, you think it's a great idea. Next thing you know, you're rallying the troops and going off to the next adventure, spending more money than you wanted, getting way more drunk than you wanted, doing things that, um you weren't proud of you know and you come home hung over and you're in a mess you know and uh you know in the next morning you have to deal with it right maybe you didn't get caught maybe you didn't get caught by the cops maybe your wife doesn't notice although uh my friend always says the wife always finds a piece of glitter on your somewhere <laughs> If you ever go to a strip club she'll find a piece of glitter somewhere on you so uh but you know maybe you get away with it right you take a shower, you throw your clothes in the hamper, nobody's going to notice, you know, that they reek of cigarettes and booze and whatever else went on. Um, you know, but the feeling isn't good, right? You know, you wake up, see your kids around the breakfast table, you know, eating donuts. You're not the same dad, you know, um, you're not the same person because you probably feel like shit from your behavior the night before. And, uh, I don't know if that's ever happened to you, you know, it's happened to me and, uh, feeling bad about myself is not good, you know, and I could think I'm a good father or whatnot, but if I am allowing addiction to get in the way of my relationship with my kids, my family, um, allowing addiction really to get in the way of my work, you know, because feeling good about myself, feeling confident helps me at work, you know, um, you know, I know something I struggle with even today, right? And I've been sober 25 years uh, from drugs and alcohol. But even today, when I'm at work, you know, I'll be working and trying to get work done. And my addict, uh, whatever you might call it, would tap me on the shoulder and say, hey, you don't need to do this work. You know, why don't we just uh, surf on the internet for a little bit? You know, why don't we surf on Instagram or Facebook and see what's going on? Um, and it's just... It's always something, you know, or it says, hey, Derek, um, you know, you you deserve something. Why don't you uh, buy yourself, you know, tickets to the Final Four, right? That's coming up. You like basketball. You like Michigan State. Why don't you just see if there's any tickets out there, you know, or it's why don't you go look at the new Ford Bronco and see what's going on there, right? That's a pretty great car. See if you can find one. Um, Or I often search for motorhomes, right? I don't really need a motorhome, but I'll search for it. And I'll spend a good hour, yeah. And I'll, you know, I'll I'll search for motorhomes and spend a good hour or so watching reviews, reading about motorhomes, looking at price listings. I mean, it's just crazy, right? I don't have $150,000 to spend on a motorhome. So that's an example of activities that don't really help me, right? It's an example of checking out. I'm really good at checking out. You know, I think it's because i spend a lot of my life kind of checked out, right? Um, anyone that has addiction is often dealing with some sort of trauma in their life, right? Um, whether you're raised in an alcoholic family, maybe you, you know, had a lot of anger in your family, there was a lot of yelling, maybe some abuse, physical abuse, sexual abuse, whatever it was. Um, you know, for me, I didn't like my teachers, you know, it's went to Catholic school. Uh, you know, although I did have a dream about them last night, I dreamed about my Catholic school teachers and going back there, and they were all still there after all these years, which was kind of weird. But I I didn't feel bad about them anymore. You know, and part of it was my perspective. But uh, because I hated school or I hated my teachers or I hated this and that, you know, I would just check out. And um, this young generation coming up right now has to deal with this. You know, Uh, these kids have grown up with phones. They've grown up with social media. uh, They've grown up with really advanced video games, wonderful video games. And you want to talk about checking out, you know, you can go play Madden for hours Um, is that checking out is it connecting Mm, It's a little bit of both but the point is uh, video game addiction is a real thing you know uh, on that show i watch euphoria they talk about all the all the kids all the high school kids they all watch porn (laughs) shocking maybe i don't know you know do they all watch porn maybe it's certainly available you know unless you lock down their computers and their phones they can do whatever they want so they said they all watch it and it's, that's a scary prospect, you know? And the thing is with pornography, it's it's very addictive, you know, so you watch it, it gives you a hit, right? Endorphins, very exciting, oh, look at this. Um, and eventually you wanna watch it more, you know? And uh, it's just a slippery slope, you know, it's a slippery slope, it's a, it's scary. And, you know, the desire of every addict or alcoholic is to control and enjoy whatever addiction they have right so i want to control and enjoy my shopping addiction i don't want to go bankrupt i don't want to lose my house i don't want to lose my family i don't want my significant other to realize how bad it is because they'll have me stop so i try and control and enjoy it right i don't want to uh, stop looking at porn right because i enjoy it. it doesn't hurt anybody I'm I'm not even hurting myself. This is normal. This is regular. You know, and these kids are really empowered. You know, they, they feel empowered with all this stuff. They feel like they can do it. And human beings have a right to express themselves sexually, and it's no big deal. The point is, is it's kind of warping their brains, right? Honestly, it really is. Um, video games do the same thing. Gambling, right? If you try gambling a few times, there's probably a lot of people listening to this podcast that like to gamble. And sure, it makes watching sports more exciting. Right? You watch a sports game when you have money on it, much more exciting, right? So when your bet hits and you win, you're gonna spike off the charts, right? With, with endorphins, adrenaline, dopamine, you know, all those chemicals. Um, it's gonna feel great, super great, so great that it's gonna make you wanna do it again, right? And if you lose your bet, it's gonna feel like shit, right? So you're gonna feel bad, really bad. You lost money, you failed, you made a stupid bet. What a stupid thing. How are you gonna pay it? All right, and then what? Do you double down? You know, do you bet again on the late game? Do you bet on Monday night? Um, it's a slippery slope, you know, and the highs, the highs will always be there. And that's that's that tapping on the shoulder, like, hey man, do you remember that time when you won that bet and you got so freaking high and it felt so good and you had that money and you were able to take the family out and this and that? Don't you wanna be a winner like that? Let's do it again you know, let's do it again, man. Or, Hey, we're going to go out tonight. We're going to just have a few beers, you know, to be all safe, you know, but yet the people, you know, you're going out with are really not the best friends, you know, and, you know, it's going to get crazy and, you know, you might regret what you do, you know, all these things, you know, and for me, what bothered me was the wishy-washiness. You know, I really want it to be a good person. You know, I want it to be a good, Employee, I wanted to be a good leader at work, right? I wanted to be a good, um, a good, a good father, right? A good husband. I want to be all these things. But then the addiction is the contrast to that, right? It takes me away from that and it really hinders me. Even though I think it's not hurting people, it, it hinders me. It keeps me from advancing spiritually and growing spiritually, it uh, keeps me from evolving, right? Our addictions kind of keep us stuck in our place. Um, and eventually if I don't stop my addictive behavior, it will kill me. That's just how it is. It's just what it is, you know? So I'm not sure why you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you feel like you have a problem, right? Maybe you don't have someone to talk to about it. Um, I'm glad you listen. I'm going to put out episodes like this where I'm just going to kind of try and help you see things. I'm going to try and give you some motivation. We're going to talk about, you know, the promises and the experience, strength, and hope of this program and how it could change your life. I'm going to share my personal experiences. Um, I also plan on interviewing people that are very expert at recovery and addiction and about, you know, self-actualization and becoming the person you want to be. All these things that we all struggle with, you know, so um, this podcast is just getting off the ground. So it's not perfect production, but as we know, it's better to just get it out there and it'll get better over time. You know, I'm going to get better over time. Just like as people, we get better over time. So I'm going to read something for you because I really like this. This is called A Vision for You. And when we started this podcast, I said I was going to be about a vision for you, right? I want to paint a vision for you of sobriety. So this is from uh, the AA Big Book. And I always encourage anyone to go to AA. You know, uh, my podcast is not AA. It is about recovery. I'm the recovering CEO. uh, But there is always 12-step programs out there in your community online. Uh, There's a 12-step program for pretty much every addiction you could ever have. Okay, but this is from page 164 of the AA Big Book, A Vision for You. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. And you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then. Yeah, I like that. Um, This was actually written. It's at the end. The end of the uh, first 164 pages of the big book is the original text, which was written by Bill W. Way back in like 1939. And back then when AA was just starting out, there was only a few meetings, you know, And there was, you know, started out in Akron, moved to New York City, started to spread throughout the East and then obviously throughout the world. Um, But when they wrote the big book, they wrote this uh, because right before this, you know, people said, well, what if we don't, what if we don't see you? Like, you know, they're, they're, they wanted to be close to the founders, right? Bill W., Dr. Bob, they wanted to be close to the founders. They said, you know, what if we don't see you? And they said, no, don't worry about it, you know? Um, we shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. You know, so they printed this book and they started to distribute it. And people who got this book didn't even, had never even met Bill W. or Dr. Bob. They, they got the book and they got a little A starter kit and they started meetings in their, in their cities and towns, you know, around the country and around the world. <clears throat> but uh, But, you know, I've met a lot of, Addicts and people in recovery, you know, and they're wonderful, wonderful people. Um, you could say that's my people, right? Because we understand each other. Um, so I encourage you, if you're thinking about getting sober, get sober. If you like this podcast, hit me up. You can go to the TheRecoveringCEO.com. I plan to have more content up there, uh, some blogs, some resources for people. But hit me up. You can leave a voicemail. Uh, you can join my email newsletter subscription. And I hope you keep listening. You thought that you could have it all, and life could be a ball. Well, you fell and scabbed your knees.